Hello, welcome back. <laughs> Hi, Chris. How are you doing? I'm fine, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really tired. I know you sound tired. That's because what they time changed... is it over there? It's almost 7 p.m. They changed the clocks in the U.S., but they didn't change them here. Mm. So now we have an eight-hour difference and not a seven-hour difference. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the hard thing about our friendship is uh, we're basically um, we have a very small four to five hour window to talk to each other and it either requires you staying up late or me getting up early. <laughs> or or the US could be more like China and just have one time zone instead of five and that would solve the whole problem. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know who chose that, but it wasn't me. So, I mean, uh, I don't know if you know this, but this may have been the last time we uh, changed our clocks for a season. Why? What about Because fall? I believe the U.S. is going to stop changing the clocks to accommodate farmers and train uh, buses. No, trains. <laughs> well, I hope so. But that doesn't affect me. So, well. It affects me and my mental state, so... Well, then um, I care. Then I care. There you go. <laughs> That's the right thing to say. <laughs> I hate daylight savings time anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. a useless thing that not even all of the U.S. does. I believe one of our southern states stopped doing it um, a couple Arizona. Of years ago. It wasn't Arizona? Okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah. it's either Texas, New Mexico, or Arizona. <laughs> it's all the same. But no, it's Arizona. All <laughs> <laughs> the same. Oh, Arizona gets weird, though. No. It definitely has those West Coast vibes. <laughs> Does it? I don't know. I've never been there. Did you know? Um, nearly the home, the, nearly the whole Doomsday Prepper series came out from Arizona. So if that gives you any context uh, of who's the most prepared <laughs> for emergencies <laughs> for Armag for Armageddon. For any type of Armageddon. <laughs> they, well, there are different kinds, though. You have the Rapture, you have Armageddon, you have Ragnarok. So... <laughs> Earthquakes. No. Um, Yellowstone. You know, I actually wanted to bring that up. Uh, one of the most dangerous places to be in the U.S. is actually Missouri. Did you know that? No. Why? So, Southern Missouri is still on the... Um, Fault line? fault line for earthquakes okay um then we have flooding is most severe there uh -huh. and then there was another natural disaster that could easily happen there I is it tornadoes so oh. it, it's the three overlapping issues um that rated one of the most hardest places to live in terms of natural disasters well at least it's not hurricanes but well no. yeah but that's one thing to worry about it's the point that like we have you know what i mean there's too many overlapping factors i've seen so many tornadoes in my life well i've seen the the ends and beginnings of tornadoes i've never actually been mm. in one but yeah <laughs> so st saint charles in general uh st charles county um is a little more lucky but i'd yeah. say st charles city is Maryland definitely Heights. yeah yeah well, that's where yeah they they've all had their <laughs> fair share of scares yeah. though i guess we all have but um i remember when we were in high school there's a huge i don't want to say huge earthquake but there was an earthquake and everyone was talking about it 
And I slept through it, and I didn't know there was an earthquake. <laughs> and my bed was on rollers. Yeah, I, but I don't remember. So my whole bed moved. I thought I was being possessed. I was convinced I was midair because I didn't know what was happening. And my bed moved from one wall all the way to the other wall. I did not know that it was a, a collective experience for sure. <laughs> no, but that's the closest I've ever come to a natural disaster. But that wasn't even a disaster. It was just like a scare. Well, and then we had those aftershocks while we were in school. Did you feel those? No, I don't feel I think- anything. <laughs> just dead inside (laughs) but no no i didn't feel those (laughs) yeah um the only reason i didn't say anything to anyone because like i said i thought i was Mm. being possessed and so i just had to pray away whatever was going on in with my bed um Mm. and then coming into i believe it was first period um which was hours later from the original earthquake um i was in the computer lab and so everyone felt it like even though it was way more tame it was just insane to see like the flickering of the computers and everything Mm. it was it made it more dramatic i think Mm. (laughs) yeah i get that but that was so long ago but now life is perfect and there are no natural disasters at least not here (laughs) that's oh yeah 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 we're not currently dealing with anything that may be alarming (laughs) alarming alarm so did you watch the grammys no you didn't did you no i didn't oh i knew you were this is a trick question (laughs) i was really hoping you're gonna say yes because everyone's been talking about it you know. Well, there's nothing else to talk about right now. That's we don't it. have we don't have any dramatic presidents making really bad public statements, and um, you know we have issues with vaccines and what have you. But um, what else is going on? <laughs> mm. You know, not much. Not much, really. Plus, I'm convinced that um, all of the traditional awards that are out there are rigged um i no. knew that there there was oh uh, the weekend do you know them the band uh what's that song blinding lies or something or yeah there's lies? something yeah like they performed at super bowl at the yeah. super bowl and stuff and um uh-huh. they <laughs> they like boycotted because they weren't nominated for artist of the year or something of that nature mm-hmm. um so that was really funny because he was like i don't care and it's like well if you don't care why are you boycotting them and it's just like well they're rigged like which to be fair i feel like there is um it's like almost like some people catch you by surprise and then they deserve it but then there's other people and you're like did you really deserve this for that specific nomination like it just seems a little off or a little odd you know and then you're just like "Mm, i'm not sure if that's my personal opinion or if there's really something you know going on there i'm gonna get this wrong but what's her name billy ellish or billy eilish or what eilish yeah, yeah there you go it's such a weird name but she got a whole bunch of awards and was saying like i didn't deserve this and i think beyond she said like beyonce deserves it or cardi b or whatnot she's like i don't deserve these awards or something well, 
she so she has a documentary out first of all she's one of the artists that I'd say I'd relate to the most like if I were to pick up in fame okay I would be approaching it the same way um it's just that she she's doing it just because she loves it and it's just happening that she's super talented like that she has all of the you know gear to be as successful as she's been and um yeah between that and then somebody to bounce ideas off of that's amazing like she has a great brother you know dynamic having it's like a documentary the behind the scenes thing that popular musicians usually do um after they made it uh, but like he emphasizes that she's just you know, a girl from where oh and, um just one second mm. my wi-fi is really trying to cut me cut me out <laughs> but um <laughs> uh let's see yeah i'm interested in in watching that i i just feel like she's relatable she's somebody i could go up to and literally have a conversation and nerd out with like there's nothing more exciting than having somebody who's like-minded become famous you know Mm. it's kind of like gateway opportunities (laughs) but also like think about beyonce right in context to her beyonce's not touchable She's basically platformed herself to God status. <laughs> you really I think would be, Yes. Like, she's completely untouchable to me. Like, I would never... I Imagine paying thousands of dollars to go and be in her presence. Like, what do you even say to her? You know what I mean? Like, bae, I love you. And then that's... Like, you just move on. You know? <laughs> I, I think she's overrated but that's that's my personal opinion that's also correct but that's not the point controversial (laughs) thing that you said on this podcast so far i'm not a i'm not a big (laughs) i'm not a big fan of pop music at least not modern pop music um but i think i 2000s (laughs) i'm stuck in the 2000s i'm stuck in myspace but um you know who is around it in the 2000s who beyonce was she oh no yeah they started in the 90s oh yeah but i was thinking of mariah carey but (laughs) (laughs) i like her (laughs) but i was thinking of someone else (laughs) but she's not overrated i like her music but oh uh, no 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 but i don't know a lot of songs by billy eilish what's that one song something about a bridge oh you would Uh, love it it's so moody it is very moody it's very you. <laughs> she has a very, very Kurt Cobain-esque uh, yes. vibe to her. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, sounds about right. Like uh, the modern version. Grunge, so- emo. Uh, well, I don't know if I'd say emo or grunge. Yeah. But at I least not like, like not, stretch. From, not from like, not, if, not from a musical stance. I meant from like uh, the way she presents herself from mm-hmm. like the limited uh, knowledge i have of her no i just thought you would know that you would have watched the grammys because everyone's been talking about how over hyper sexualized it was but <laughs> <laughs> oh that's what you wanted to talk about uh, to a certain extent yeah i watched the clip on on youtube and i i, I agree i think it was too much but yeah because it's all over the news especially here because 
this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'd be happy to talk about it with you. Send me the clip. Oh, uh, I just <laughs> calling you out on my yeah. podcast. <laughs> no, it's all right. No, it's I, fine. I have a, a fun fact for you. Are you sure? Ready? No, I'm, I'll try it. Yeah. Did you know that fortune tellers are illegal in Maryland? Are they? Apparently, a politician <laughs> over there uh, made it a part of their platform and they got it. They that's, got it. That's discrimination against religion, though. Is it? Would I you think... say fortune telling is a religion? Do Wiccans do fortune telling? Maybe. I don't see how. I am. Un... <laughs> they can definitely cross over. I wouldn't say all fortune tellers are wicked. Though. No, that's not. That's <laughs> not what I was. That's not the point I was making. The point what I was making is there a fortune telling aspect in that? Because you got a lot of these uh, like nature based religions, like animism mm, yeah. and whatnot, that have a lot of uh, fortune telling and stuff like that aspects yes. to them. Psychic abilities that Psych- they harness. Oh. Oh, that's the, oh, that's terrible! I hate those shows. Like you have a whole bunch of these shows, like uh, that, that <laughs> oh are no, like... here's the rant. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, we're like you know, in the U.S., they have a whole bunch of these shows where they go on and talk about how they're talking to the dead and and they're mm. they're mediums and fortune tellers and and they're all oh they're all con artists, you know, playing on people's emotions. But so, I yeah, I wouldn't say so. In some people's psychic abilities, I would say that there is a natural process. They eventually learn to train and attune to the mm-hmm. whatever realms they're trying to connect to. I just think that when it comes to TV, you can't get everything perfect the first time around. And honestly, camera crews can go up to people, ask them questions, and then be like oh hey just so you know we're having a psychic come through and it's just like okay well if they already have x amount of information on you it's fairly easy to fabricate it yes, so of course it is. yeah it's definitely more acting than it is being psychic even if they have an ability to do so it's just i that's that's why i always hesitate going to any type of psychic because you're paying you're dropping almost what uh the rate around here because I've checked, <laughs> it's like 150 to $200. Oh That's God. like the average range, which is an insane amount of money for a 45-minute session with a complete stranger. Um, even if they happen to connect with you on such a level so quickly, um, yeah. the amount of information you would be seeking out of one session, you know what I mean? It's like, I would rather just go to therapy. Yeah, well, I don't that believe- type of cost. I think therapy would be more effective, but I guess I'm biased because I don't really believe in any of that, of the supernatural and spiritual whatnot. Oh, but, yes. But, I mean, if it's absolution or or future truth you're seeking, then I guess you can go to church for free. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they won't charge you anything, but... I well, know. I don't know. There's also um, like past life readings. This, it would be nice to confirm whether or not I have an instinct for my past lives, seeing as I. Well, that um, pre- that presupposes that you that you have a past life and that you believe in a past life. I do. Oh well, do you believe or do you have one? What do you mean? Well, do you believe that you have a past life? That's what I mean. Do you believe in reincarnation? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. 
I'm just devoid of anything spiritual or supernatural. Maybe chance. You... Okay. I believe yeah. in chance, but that's about it. Maybe do I what? Oh, I was going to say, how do you quantify uh, deja vu? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question, but that's probably the brain just backfiring. Backfire. Yeah. Elaborate. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, example? I, <laughs> mm, I don't have an example, I don't, but it's not like I, I experience deja vu all the time, though. Um, I don't oh, know. I do so oh, much. It's really? insane. It gets dumb. Let me tell you. So... <laughs> In 2019, when mm-hmm. I went to Comic-Con, just a, a little backpedal there, um, <laughs> I was in New York. Uh, I was on my way to the convention, and I'm just sitting in an Uber, looking out to the water view that was along the highway, and I look down, and there's a license plate that I vividly remember seeing in a dream. How do you, how do you explain that? Uh, I can't. No, I believe there's the nothing. <laughs> uh, I guess most of my deja vus are linked to dreams. Um, I have a very active imagination, um, and I feel like that leads me into an overactive dream sequence with all the most remedial details that you would never want to care about. Um, but my brain likes to do it. Uh, mm well yeah i mean people are pattern seeking creatures so it's completely normal to want to connect the dots that's why you have like the man in the moon or the man on mars you know or you see two dots in the sand and you automatically see two eyes oh Uh, yeah i see faces and everything (laughs) yeah like it you know everything floats down here so (laughs) you see people see patterns everywhere and it's it's a good and a bad thing because uh, on the one hand you know, life is short, so you don't have time to reevaluate everything. So you need to be able to recognize patterns. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, people will become over-reliant on these patterns and then it kind of develops into stereotypes and, and racism and odd thinking, you know, because yesterday is pretty much the same as today and tomorrow will probably be the same as today, you know, so that's the way I see it. But deja vu, I don't know. That's a good question, but I don't yeah. know if I have it. Yeah, 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 I know. You know uh, what like, deja vu means? A glitch? No. <laughs> In the Matrix? <laughs> it's, it's, fr- it's French. <laughs> Ooh. It's French. Yeah, well, I should know because I speak French, but it's uh, essay oh, right. French. Yeah. Deja vu, deja I've vu. already seen. I've already seen. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's from. But a glitch in the Matrix. <clears throat> yeah, but that's something I do believe. So there's this theory that was. Set, well, actually, it's not a theory and it wasn't proposed by him, but Elon Musk, I think like a couple of years back, made the comment that we're probably in a simulation, you know, mm-hmm. like in a matrix style simulation. And his thinking was if you can get to the point where you're able to conceptualize the fact that it could be a simulation, then it most likely is. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether or not that's true, <clears throat> but. My thinking behind that is, is even if it is like the matrix, like a glitch, I don't think it really matters because if there's no way to find your way out of the matrix and there's no way to know that you're in the matrix, then you should live your life as if it's all real. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's the way. So I that you're it. not completely disassociating from consequences and like also can pursue happiness. Um, yeah. Well, even if this reality. Like one. 
yeah yeah even if this reality is fake it has real consequences for me in my local perspective right so everything i do has a consequence and so i have to obey the rules even mm-hmm. if it even if it might just be you know a, a simulation or like you know like the sims i right. i'm completely open to that i guess for the simple fact that it's not supernatural you know it's completely plausible uh just like aliens you know i'm open to aliens too right but not cornfields <laughs> <laughs> cornfields aren't real <laughs> Oh, there are so many documentaries about people like, you know, going to random farms and stamping stuff out. Yeah, I um, definitely have a movie recommendation for you. Okay. Hold on just a second. Make sure I have it. So it's Palm Springs with Andy Samberg. I've never heard of it. It came out in 2020. Um, It is a very underrated movie, I think. Uh, It definitely brings up the scenario of... um, getting stuck and reliving like a groundhog day but with a more scientific approach and it actually kind of covers this type of topic about how um because you're living the same day over and over again while there isn't an, an inherent consequence to the actions of the day um it still hurts <laughs> type deal like um you can go crazy but um there's nothing fruitful from doing so like you know and then it has a nice twist at the end so i I would definitely recommend it to anybody (laughs) groundhog day is a good movie uh no what no oh it is well it was so the i'd say the problem with it is that it was good for a minute but unfortunately it become it became like its own genre and so in a generic way, a lot of people take that and reuse it over what? and over again. Like Freaky and... Friday. <laughs> yeah. So bad. Was it well, wasn't Freaky Friday more about just switching bodies? Yeah, and that itself was a remake. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. this whole you don't understand my life, I don't understand your life, I just wish you would go away, and then something magical happens and they switch bodies and like, oh, yeah. well, your life is a lot harder than I thought. It's like, yeah, yours too, let's be friends. Yeah, and that's like, when part- did you stop uh, having empathy for your own child? Uh, right around when they became teenagers, usually. Yeah, I guess so. Because that's usually when they become their own person. That's when you find your place in the world is around, I would say, in your preteen, teen years. Because yeah. up until that point, you're pretty much just a blank slate. And well, I just, you know. <laughs> yeah, go on. I, I totally understand what you're... Yeah, it's you opening up your awareness, not only to your individual life, but now you're looking at worldly problems. Now you're looking about your own identity and your own independence. And uh, things are a lot easier to uh, quanti- like to resolve around a black and white situation, like where it's kind of either one way or the other and it's that simple i i definitely think that uh the secret to adulthood is learning that it's not that simple <laughs> yeah nothing's ever quite that resolute um but so let's let's say oh do you know what the word for dandelions is in french it's the same <laughs> is it it should okay. be okay hold on yeah. here so they were saying uh, from one of my favorite podcasts, and I'll reference them for this might get weird. <laughs> they, they bring up uh, the fact that 
dandelions translated in French means piss the bed. Oh, oh yeah i forgot the trench word no so uh is that true peace only yeah peace only yeah and <laughs> because dandelion if yeah you, if you would pronounce it in a french way it would be don du lion and it literally means mm. like uh, the tooth of the tiger <laughs> but uh, that you don't that's like some of the like the fake french words that you have in english like you have a whole bunch of them so for example like uh, double entendre is what you would say a lot in in english but you would never say it in french it's um it's kind of like what the japanese do with english where the japanese have taken english words and created their own english but it's nothing that you would actually find in native english and the the English, like the nationality, did the same thing with the French language. And so you have a whole bunch of these just fake words in English, but they're interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the only reason why I brought it up is because they said it's a diuretic. So when you drink dandelions, it makes you go pee more. Does that sound right? (laughs) Maybe, maybe something I've ever really, I mean, they're beautiful flowers, but it's something I've ever really given thought to. Hmm. See, I see. Yeah, I never thought that you could put it in a tea, but I mean, people are just like, no, you put nearly anything in a tea, like especially when it comes to any type of um, natural resource. It seems like. <laughs> well, yeah, you can you can eat anything. Uh, put anything in a. Well, I wouldn't say anything. You can't eat poison ivy, but yeah. That's true. I don't think I would want to. <laughs> yeah i wouldn't either no but yeah um let's see oh my gosh i wanted to do the research on this one uh but apparently there is a story out of alaskan airlines where a man refused to wear his mask and he was getting very angry Uh and he winds up doubling down and peeing peeing in the captain's cabin and now he gets to face 20 years in jail because he didn't want to wear a mask and he went crazy <laughs> serves him right <laughs> I, I don't know maybe if 20 is a bit harsh 20 uh, years oh is a bit sorry i thought you, sorry i thought i heard you say this is like it's no big deal it's only 20 years <laughs> no that that it should that goes to show how fatally flawed the 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 american penal system is you have these yeah you have these draconian uh rulings and these draconian laws and i don't know like in some countries they're too lax in other countries they're too strict you know there are some countries that give you the death penalty for <laughs> for trafficking drugs but in some <laughs> just give you like life in prison so yeah. yeah i know how it goes it's it's pretty insane um i definitely i just i always miss the stories like i out of all the things to be involved in right as a bystander i don't yeah. think that i've ever oh well actually did you know that when i was at walmart this happened like two or three years ago um it was raining outside uh I was at checkout 
and this lady comes in and I wish I would have stuck around just to be nosy because like to this day I always think about the situation and about my involvement and whether or not I should have stepped in but this lady like comes in and she has what looks like a quarantined outfit on um it was yellow plastic she was completely naked underneath she looked like she was roughed up uh she looked like she may have been drugged out now mind you it could have been a drug addict for all i know um but she's just like i need help and then the security guard just comes out of nowhere is like no 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 you need to go back outside and she's just like but I need help. And then he's like, okay, well, we'll call the police. And she's like, okay. And then that was like it. But I mean, she had mud everywhere. Her weird plastic jumpsuit was like all messed up. And I was just like, who? <laughs> I was like looking for the cart of stuff that may have indicated that she was homeless. But um I don't know. They was like from that point, I was far enough away to where other people were stepping in on her behalf. So I was like, man, I hope she gets the help she needs. But yeah, it was it was wild. It looked like she had straight up ran out of like some whole, <laughs> like somebody had kidnapped her for exper- science experiments. <laughs> but you feel like you should have done more or said yeah. something. Yeah, I'm usually that person. I'm usually one of the first people to step in. See, there, like, there's a great book. I can't remember who's written who wrote it, but it's called The Psychology of Crowds. And basically, it was done by a French sociologist in the 1800s, and he studied uh, human behavior with respect to groups and mobs. And there's this one famous case, and I think it was in England in the 1800s, where this one woman was getting stabbed. And she was yelling for help, like, help me, help me. And everyone in, in like the whole village heard it, but everyone thought that the other person would do something. And because everyone thought the other person would do something, nobody did anything. And well, she died. And that's kind of like how I think whenever I see someone and I always think like, yeah, someone else will take care of it. And the next person will come along and see that person will, will take the same thing and nothing will ever get done because everyone thinks the next person will do it. So I know they're thinking too. He's like, ah, it's not my problem, and someone else will take care of it. But oh no, I, I generally don't try to do that. I, think I don't that, either. Yeah. Uh, like for instance, I. Excuse me. Um, nope, oh, there it is. Burps. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like, I was at a convention um in the dance hall and it was maybe the first 20 minutes of dancing and this girl straight up falls on me like hard and she's shorter than me so luckily it didn't hurt too bad (laughs) but like I barely even caught her like it didn't look like anybody was around her and I'm just like well okay this is this is me like I gotta do something and I literally like I'm dancing with my friend Kate and literally I like don't even say anything to her and I just pick this girl up and I like haul her out of there because it's so crowded and so overheated and she was in like um this onesie like a furry onesie and so like she looked overheated so like I should have just take a stranger and I haul her out of there and like it wasn't uh like 
Kate's trying to call my name like what's going on and like I can't you can't hear anything with the music and it took like her friends like five-ish minutes to five ten minutes to like actually find us outside and I'm just like over here like do I need to call 911 like (laughs) but she like winds up waking up and she's like oh my god I'm so sorry I passed out and I'm like it's okay I'm gonna go get you water now that you're awake and it, it worked out like you know but I wouldn't had left her there I would never like anytime I'm like especially women like I'm just like no 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 I don't know you but I'll protect you <laughs> yeah oh that... passing out yeah. yeah you're gonna tell it <laughs> what no wait no I have something else but go ahead oh okay no I, I was gonna see if you were gonna remember the one time that you passed out I've passed out plenty of times but <laughs> <laughs> not drunk but I meant, I, yeah, I meant the concert that we went to. Oh, you I remember. I, oh, that was so long ago. Uh, vaguely. I think it was really, <laughs> it was really hot that day mm-hmm. for thinking about the same one. And I hadn't had a lot to drink. And it was just, I just passed out in the middle of the crowd. And, <laughs> and I believe they put me on a table or something. I can't remember. It's so long ago. You literally, I remember the, before you left, you're like, hey, I'm going to go look at that band because they uh, had multiple bands on the ground. And you're like, I definitely want to go see that one. And we're like, okay, we're going to wait for this one to start. And you said, no problem. And I think 40, 45 minutes passed out. <laughs> passed, you passed out <laughs> while you were passing out. And uh, you come back and you're just like skipping and jumping and you have a smile on your face and you're like, oh, hey guys yeah I just passed out and I was just like on this table and like I popped up and just <laughs> ran away <laughs> like that's, that's uh, the story you gave us <laughs> oh yeah oh that was so long ago yeah I miss <laughs> concerts I want to go to one uh whenever I get the chance again I no know, but right? what I was gonna say is about like uh you know w- women taking care of women there's an article I read a couple of days ago I believe it was in England where this w- where there have been I can't remember the place, but in some, in some country, there have been like heightened attacks on women and whatnot. And mm-hmm. women are, you know, scared for their safety. Mm-hmm. And this one woman set up this service where women can call her and she'll talk to the woman while she's walking home. So like mm-hmm. people see that she's talking on the phone. And I guess the thinking behind that is, is if someone is on the phone, they're less likely to be attacked. Yes. Now, I, I don't know how true that is, but I, I definitely believe it would make me feel safer, like either way. Yeah. <laughs> if it's someone on the phone. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's been to the point where if I'm leaving a late night uh, club or bar, I will just put my phone up to my ear so that if anybody comes by, it looks like I'm about to say something or, mm. you know, like if I have to call someone, I will. But, um, I mean, I just saw a TikTok the other day that was literally this woman being like, oh, my God, that girl looks uncomfortable and she's across the street. Okay, I'm just going to go up and say something like um, so she runs up to the girl and she's just like, oh, hey, girl, like, thanks for waiting for me. I was just really late. Like, um, did you are you ready to go? like Mm. um or like oh who's this and like she was you know the guy was just like I was just asking her if she'd want to take some pictures for me (laughs) and like 
the girl's like oh and like yeah she's like no i don't know him and she's like okay well let's just get going and then like they're running off and she's like do you need a ride and she's like yes please like and it's just like um i think some of the comments were like that it was staged but it was just the point that like you know it was almost like a tutorial like hey if you see a girl that's really uncomfortable just go up to her and be her friend for a minute like go in a public place like a store or something um until you guys can figure out what to do next yeah but, but that could also uh, be a trap though i mean I, it, it most definitely can it's a false sense of security to assume that every woman you meet on the streets is gonna exactly. have your back and it could be the same thing for race too like just yeah. assuming because our color of the skin is similar like it, it some people put themselves out there for those specific reasons yeah. and those are usually the people who mean well um I think anybody with ill intent would try to lead you at their advantage. I mean, there's a whole movie. Oh my gosh. I'm going to bring it back. You ready? It's called, it's with Jennifer Lopez. I think, I believe it's called Angel Eyes. Um, Um, I was going to say woman, but. (laughs) Well, that was the good outcome. What are you talking about? Like out of the the most unrealistic one too, to boot. Uh, but no, I mean, the whole premise of that movie was that he, she uh, met her husband at this diner because this jerk came up to her and was harassing uh. her. And then as a cop, he stepped in and made it look like, um, you know, he saved her and um, it was all staged. It, that was how he picks up women is to basically victimize them so that they, he looks like the hero. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I get it. But on the other hand, I mean, I understand that people or I, women have this sense that, you know, other women have their back just by virtue of them being a woman, which I understand, I guess, you know, as a woman, I would probably be more inclined to accept help from another woman as opposed to some random man who might be might have ill intent or is definitely stronger than me. But that does put mm-hmm. you in a sense of false sense of security because that that person is just as dangerous as the random dude and she could have a knife she could have a gun you have no idea who that is so but and and then again in that situation i would assume that she would be the lesser of two evils so (laughs) the lesser of two evils among two strangers but that also kind of makes me sad because that put automatically puts me in the position of being the bad guy you know Mm. because I, i could never just go up to some random woman and say like hey are you okay do you need help because then she might see that as like you know i don't know like as me trying to like having ill intent you know what i mean yes you've been put out at a disadvantage because you are a man yeah (laughs) honestly i'm like i i agree with you i think that as a man i mean unless they're being physically attacked or um you know there's some act of aggression in which you could step in between um it's not the same approach is what it is um there's not a sense of like oh i understand what you're going through because i too am a female it's just saying hey i'm willing to if if you guys look like you're in a heated battle or whatever and he's trying to throw fists i mean at the very least i could get on the side of you guys and say hey i could call the cops right now if you don't stop so i mean it's yeah but you couldn't like <laughs> lean into her and be like oh i'll protect you <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's it doesn't, it it doesn't, doesn't work like that well <laughs> it works in disney movies but <laughs> it doesn't really work in real life 
<laughs> Not I, anymore. I, yeah, if this was the early 2000s, you'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it's the same, like I said, with like the, with the race card. You know, just because you're from the same quote unquote group, that this right. automatically has your back. You know, because right. there's someone from the out group, and now you have someone from the supposed in group. Mm-hmm. Uh, this goes back to like the whole when Obama was being was was uh doing his campaign for presidency and people were like mm-hmm. yeah, if you're black you got to vote for him and then when that was done then it was hillary and it was like well you know if you're a woman you got to vote for hillary and i'm like yeah why like you, you don't vote for her because she's a woman but rather because you know you vote for the person that best represents your views and uh that's the whole, yeah, that's rap- whole how rap- we were all generally taught but unfortunately <laughs> it goes down to just stereotypes yeah. Well, stereotypes is that the right word yeah i think so it's like yeah definitely when you say like you know i'm a woman she's a woman so we get each other or he's black i'm black so he must uh, he must understand my struggle mm-hmm. uh which is, can has never been true in any sense of the word as, as far as i'm concerned but oh yeah i have it right here uh i i just posted a, a meme that was why don't we do election year like the mass singer every politician's oh, yeah. disguise has to tell us their plans and debate with distorted voices and we don't know their gender race or party winner rips off their mask and on the on the election night and boom new president i mean honestly that's i mean i would love to see a professional resume and then know that that's what i'm taking and voting for you know i would love to have a president a <laughs> i would love to have a, have a president that like if you watch a lot of these movies where someone is like oh i'm president you know like because there have been so many american presidents in movies you know mm-hmm. and a lot of the presidents they pick are so down to earth and they're mm-hmm. not like super rich and they're they're really they're really relatable like these fake presidents mm-hmm. and i'd be more interested mm-hmm. well it's not all of- is it a comedy <laughs> yeah it's usually a comedy <laughs> because sometimes the president is quite dumb that's true i mean it's not any different than reality but (laughs) but i'd like to see someone who you know comes from like the middle class as opposed to someone Mm -hmm. who's like a billionaire because i mean you can say all you want that you understand where i'm coming from but you when you got like nine hundred dollars in your bank account you really don't know where where i'm coming from not that i'm like super poor or anything i mean that's not what living check to check like even i mean you could be the best with money but one thing is gonna blow out your entire savings if there's an emergency a medical emergency anything of that nature yeah that that's the thing that's why i'm Mm -hmm. so put off by politics is they try to sell themselves as being like from you know i know where you're coming from but like you really don't like you it's all it's all like theater it's all cosplay yeah to drum up sympathy absolutely (laughs) I love when we take it back. Boop, boop. <laughs> I, no, there there was another picture you posted a long, long time ago, which was, was it you? I think it was you. Something along the lines of, I, I think the U.S. should have like uh, some time apart from the presidency. We should just like take a break for four years. And yeah. just, not, <laughs> just not have a president. And, yeah. I would, and that's basically what Belgium did. Bel- I, I'm not up to date on Belgium, but they didn't have a government for over like two years. <laughs> And mm. it was just like the individual offices talking to each other, but there was no central authority. So. That must have been nice. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just like, 
if everything's run at a state point, then I don't really know, like, why we can't just, like, why does there have to be such a heavy distinction between federal and state? And that I had a, a lot of friends come up with a lot of great solutions, quite honestly, including you. <laughs> I'm sure you, I'm sure you chimed in many a times <laughs> over our week long uh, phone calls, uh, especially uh, through the political campaigning that happened in November. <laughs> oh, I think it's so bad. Like, it's so polarizing. And some people have said, like, oh, America has never been so divided. And I, I wouldn't really go down that route because that would be kind of uh, downplaying what has happened, you know, in the last century with various groups and, you know, civil rights and in the past centuries with the Civil War. So, like, mm-hmm. the U.S. has definitely been very divided at very different points. But I think politically speaking, I, I think people are very divided, you know. And you yeah. con- you constantly read these stories about pe- people being attacked because they support this party and the other person is from that party and and vice versa and that 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 aspect politically speaking I believe we are very divided so I oh, I don't want to should go- rid of all like all smear <laughs> campaigns like yeah. they should all go away should it be allowed like I, um I TV hate those. studios should not be accepting the ad campaigns like unless it's to inform people of your own political platform like that should be i don't have a problem with political ads i think you got to put yourself out there and say like hey my name is uh, jim bob and i stand for this this that vote for me right i don't think there's any harm in that but a lot of these ads are really trying it's just basically character assassination really it's not like i'm the best it's not like i'm the best guy it's i'm the lesser of two evils vote for me and It's, yeah. not, it's not good <laughs> we should all and and i will advocate this every time i reference it parks and recreation is one of the best tv shows i've ever seen okay it's number one on my list and the whole thing is really like this i guess it's not even it's like the main point is to see leslie nope's career um take off you know in a moment Mm. of great change thanks to her actually gaining friends and having the support she needs to really like go for the career she wants um and she just takes her job so seriously and there was just a moment when she was running for city council where she's just like no I won't do it I won't undermine like that's not who I am and so she just led her campaign with respect and it actually kind of worked (laughs) so of course there was plenty of shenanigans because that's the point of any show that's based in comedy so (laughs) but yeah Yeah, this is yeah, you gave me a lot of homework, so I'll have to check that out. Absolutely. Yeah, and I guess I guess I will uh, poke fun at you and, and call you out a little bit, but you definitely didn't watch Super Size Me 2, huh? No, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Oh, for, oh <laughs> I didn't watch it for reasons. Um, so. <laughs> for per- personal reasons. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, this this felt like a good fun fun episode we uh it felt a little a little smoother if i had to rate our uh, rate ourselves and um i'm definitely gonna start with uh plugging our email again uh at it's rotating bits podcast at gmail.com and what i'd encourage our listeners to do if you want to is uh send us in some 
anonymous secrets or if you need advice we'll be happy to do that as well I'd, I'd love to see uh what Chris would say in these <laughs> yeah, very <definitely>. scenarios <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you anonymous no problem <laughs> I'll I'll anonymously give you my opinion too so oh yeah we're, we're both two people full of opinions who have been meeting for weeks on end, keeping each other sane, keeping each other in the loop in our long distance friendship. <laughs> LDF. All right. All right. Well, talk to you later. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>